Hey there everybody, welcome along to another Tech Talk UK. I am joined as usual by Mr Richard Yates. Hello mate. Good morning Kev, good morning everybody. Uh, it is May the 2nd, this is show number 73. I do feel like, I listened to PSC this morning, that was show 636, and I feel like we're way behind. I muscle out the renumbering, and we're going to go to the renumbering with the uh, with the old one, I think, because we had several hundred shows with the old one, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we could just call this show 673 and see if anybody notices. Yeah, we're 677, we, six, uh, 637, we want to be one ahead of them, don't we? Oh, all right. Okay, fair enough. No, I'm only joking. Um, so here we are. I am. Mental achievements, isn't it? Actually, to be fair, that uh, is incredible. In that 636 mm. shows, that is amazing. Um, and yeah, so here we are. I am um, about four miles. Uh, I don't know, actually, north uh, southwest, I guess, of uh, Keswick in the Lake District. Um, I am sitting at a very small caravan site. And uh, currently, uh, I am in the Tucson, uh, Jackie's Tucson. Uh, it is about three or four degrees outside, but it's all, it's all right. There's no wind. Uh, we've had a mixed week uh, of weather. Uh, pretty good overall, actually. And, and you just had to, as you always do up here, you just have to plan your day a bit and, and look at the weather. Well, one thing I have noticed, oh, before I start, I must do a quick shout out. If you listen to this early on, and I will post it straight away after recording, so it will be out by, I don't know, sort of half 11, 12 o'clock latest. Um, Amazon are currently selling Apple's own MagSafe charger for 28 quid just shy of 28 quid um so if you can use my amazon link that'd be appreciated it's uh, tinyurl.com forward slash tt uk magsafe should take you to there um tt uk amazon is the other one that will just be generic uh, and that would be great. So uh, I know I said a while back that I wasn't going to use them, but it's like it's like trying to hold hold back the sea, really. Um, so I might as well have a few pennies from them, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, twenty-seven quid makes it almost as cheap as the Chloe Tech ones and all that sort of thing. So um, I was never that impressed with them, if you remember. Um, mm, I was a bit surprised actually. Yeah, couldn't, I remember you saying. Couldn't really see the point of them, to be honest. Uh, I, I I picked one up for Jackie uh, for her birthday last week. I just it's it, I was stuck up here with without being able to buy a proper present and stuff. I'm, I'm not organised enough to bring it with me or anything stupid like that. Before you say. Um, so I had nothing, and, and we happened to be shopping in Sainsbury's. There happened to be an Argos attached to it, so I thought, oh, to hell with it, I'll just grab one. Uh, and, and obviously paid 40 quid for it, so 27 quid, nice little saving. Uh, I don't know why, all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, it, it, I make sure it is 27 quid, obviously, before, you, you know, if it's 39, then you might as well get it from Apple. Well, okay. well, well you've fallen for the old marketing hype. It's 27.98, but yeah, we'll let you off. It's still 24% off. No, 18% off today. So yeah. it says, what I don't say? Did I say? Yeah, well, yeah, whatever, yeah, 28. Um, so, yes, it has just started to rain, so I don't know how loud that's going to get on the Tucson roof. It would be worse in the caravan, to be fair. So, and I can't really turf kick Jackie out of the caravan, in all fairness. So, uh, apologies up front if, uh, if, if it starts hammering down. I don't think it's going to hammer down. Next couple of days look a bit grim, but they look a bit grim over the whole of the UK. So um, Tomorrow in particular looks yeah, a bit, ugh, doesn't it? It does. Luckily, the high winds are not going to reach this far up, which is unusual. That's for you southern. Well, not you southerners. You're not particularly southern, but uh, for the southerners amongst us. Um, so, um, yeah, we're halfway through, I guess, or just over halfway through. We, we got up here last Friday. Um, 
I was kind of sort of spot well I was wrong about the reception really because if you remember this is the one where I can if I had brilliant eyesight I could probably see the mast that that magic mast that used to get me I don't know I'm sure it was 60 and 70 on three mm. Um, that isn't the case anymore. It's about 20, 20 or 25, which actually is fine for nearly everything anyway. But just before I started this, EE, I'm currently pulling in about 80 um, down yeah. and about 20 up. So pretty pretty phenomenal signal on, on EE. I, don't, I, I guess I just didn't have EE before, um, or they might have added something to it. No, no sniff of 5G, of course. Um, I was looking on EE's map actually of 5G, and, I, and we were heading up to uh, to Penrith, uh, which is a small town a few miles away. And I thought, oh, I'll see if there's any 5G up there. And, and EE used used the colour yellow for their EE coverage, and I was mm. quite excited to see a, a big chunk of yellow um, around the Pen, Penrith junction uh, with the M6. And I thought, oh, obviously they've, they've filled a bit in there, you know, that, that's fine. Then I realised that um, the particular map they've chosen to use uses yellow as the road colour. So oh. Oh, well, well done, EE, a brilliant, brilliant decision. Um, mm. So it makes every road look like it's got full 5G coverage, which is clearly nonsense. So nice one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just hasn't been an issue, really. I've been connected everything to it. I started off, obviously, with a hundred... Well, not obviously. I started off with 100 gig uh, of data. Uh, I'm down to about uh, 65, I think. Um, and it resets on the 5th of May, so it's all all pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, that's fun. Uh, if you remember, before I came away, I bunged a three quid for three gig true phone SIM on the iPhone 12 Pro as well. Yeah. Um, and I also put that on the iPad um, mm. as it happens. And I've only needed it once. I was in one place where I wanted to send a couple of um, emails, um, moderately urgent to do with work. And um, and I couldn't get signal on EE or three. It was pretty remote, actually. And I had no expectation of having one on Truephone, which is O2. Uh, and it popped up LTE straight away. So um, it was only, um, uh, it's only a data SIM, so it's not a number to ring on, but obviously a data SIM these days is, is, is pretty much as good as um, anything else, because you can obviously... Well, I'll tell you a little story on that one, isn't sure. it? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Well, uh, yeah, that was it, really. That was the story. I used it once. Now, for some reason, everything up here, my phone, Jackie's phone, the, the MacBook, everything wants to connect to the iPad Pro every time. And most times I catch it and switch it to the iPhone. Quite often I don't. So I went into the iPad last night to see how much true phone data I had left out of the three gig. And it popped up and said, it's weird, actually, because on the iPhone, you have to you have to see what you've got and control it all with an app for true phone. Yeah. But on the iPad, Pad, it's all built into the OS that you don't you don't use the app you just it's built in isn't it to the OS um, it just does it yeah, yeah. which is which is strange that it does that on that and not the iPhone uh, but it said 2.1 so I said yeah that's pretty good it's been connecting all that time and I, I at one point it was uploading videos to Google Photos and stuff like that uh, until I turned it off on mobile um, but then suddenly it went, oh, expired, uh, and, it, and it had gone completely, the whole three gig, which was more in line with what I thought would be the case, really. Um, so anyway, I quickly bought another three, three gig. It's just three quid to top it up. Very simple, very easy, no problem. You could set it to auto-renew. 
Um, so if you've got something you want to run on data and you've got a decent O2 signal, uh, it's, it's hard to, to ignore it. I think that's like a half price <coughs> offer at the moment, but looks like it might be one of these permanent half price offers uh, that never goes away, you know. Um, so, yeah, I can recommend it. I can recommend it, actually. I've also got Labara on, uh, which isn't very highly thought of. That's Vodafone. I've got that also on the, I've got the SIM for that is currently in the P30 Pro. Uh, and I've used that a few times, just the convenience, really, of picking a device up that's already connected and you haven't got a faff about connecting it, especially if you're out and about walking, you know, doing a long walk and stuff. Um, but, yeah, hit me. Uh, people are going to be complaining that I'm talking and you're not, so hit me with your story. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, um, I dug out the other day uh, my old Vodafone broadband SIM, which... Uh, it comes as a, a free add-on to my business account. And if you know what I mean, I, I'd almost forgotten I got it. And I, like you, I thought, ah, oh, I know. Oh, I lost it's you. A, I lost you for a minute. A there, but and, carry on. You know, it, it, I, can, I, I, can, I can use the data that way, you know. So I got this, the SIM and put it in a phone, and the phone that I picked was the P30 Pro, which... Uh, well, there were two issues with it, really. One is that the uh, SIM appears to be 3G-enabled only, and I spent nearly an hour on the phone with Vodafone on mm. Friday getting more and more frustrated uh, because they simply don't seem to be able to activate 4G on it, so I think I'm going to be ringing them back again. But the bit that really, really irritated me and that I'd forgotten was, um, hey, look at the phone last night. Oh, you've got a software update. And so I looked at it, and it was Vodafone settings automatically downloaded, fortunately not installed, so the SIM came out of the P30 pretty pronto, and it took me about 20 minutes to work out how to delete the download so that it didn't automatically brand it for Vodafone, which really, I mean, I remember this when we all first got the P30. Yeah, it's really, it did, really it? disgusting that they would do that to a, a, a SIM-free phone, isn't it? Yeah, so, I can't um, remember yeah. exactly what it done. I've, I, I certainly didn't have that with Libara, so... No. Um, yeah. No, no, I think that's probably understandable, isn't it? But, it, you know, it, it would have put a splash screen on and half a dozen Vodafone apps, you know? yeah. And then you'd have to reset it, I think, to get rid of it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah the only way is to reset it. And, yeah, yeah. it makes the home page on your browser, Vodafone and whatever. And, and I think the same happens with the 3 SIM in one as well, from recollection. But um, anyway, um, it won't be going near the P30 Pro again. It, it definitely didn't happen with my 3 SIM when I popped that in. Um, so I don't yeah, know. so maybe 3 is OK. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but um, I, I mean, going back to your, your comment, I mean, the, the, the big proviso you've got there is unfortunately quite a bad one for me, namely if you've got a decent O2 coverage. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to try an O2 speed test because I've got a Sky SIM, which um, you better take it off broadband, otherwise we should get stunning performance on the on O2, that would be wholly unreasonable. Is Sky, <laughs> right. okay, is Sky so. the one that's changing from O2 to Vodafone? Or? No, that's no. Um, Virgin Media is changing oh, Virgin, from yeah. EE to... Well, interestingly, it's in the middle of changing from EE to Vodafone, but of course they've just been allowed to merge with O2, so quite well that will mm. go, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my, um, my Sky SIM manages 15 on downloads, uh, and it's going to be about 4 on uploads. Well... Uh, yeah, that's a bit of a bit of a come down when you're used to some of the other networks running. But I mean, yeah. round round here, O2 and Vodafone are best described as average, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't actually expect to get massive performance out of that Vodafone data sim, but um, yeah, it'd be nice to get nice to get, but I'm actually allowed to get out of it. But um, 
No, so, so, so unfortunately, O2 need to improve their coverage. Now, actually, I think from that point of view, there's a good chance that it might improve now it's merged, merged with Virgin Media because they clearly want to have a proper sort of integrated uh, setup and they've actually got quite a good opportunity. But for me, anywhere I go, O2 is, um, well, best described as my fourth choice, I think. It's probably yeah. the best way of putting it. It's not good at all most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, the... Um I, I suddenly thought, hang on a minute, all these videos I'm taking, I've been playing around with 4K60 on the iPhone, which I have to say, just, I mean, we all know the iPhone is the king of video, don't we? But it's um, it, it's blown me away up here. I mean, it's partly the scenery, obviously, is pretty staggering anyway. It wouldn't look quite so brilliant if it was the fields outside my house, probably. Um, and we've had some lovely blue skies and it all, you know, some clouds in there and it all sort of adds to make it look nice. I've po I don't think I've posted any publicly um, because I'm trying not to sort of waste data where I don't need to. Mm -hmm. But um, I'll put a few in our group, which I think have been uploaded as 4K60. And it's it's quite efficient as well. You know, it's a couple of, couple of minutes. I thought it'd be a... Looking at drone footage, you know, five minutes is four gigabytes. So I thought, oh, God, this is going to be heavy. And it was about 250 meg in our yeah. group and I said well it can't be 4k 60 but it appears to be because it's using that new newish compressed system H H H E I C or H E E H E V C something like that um high efficiency something, yeah, something like that. video codec or something like that um yeah. so uh just staggered really and I I've realized actually why you like, well, not really, I mean, you, you like buying phones anyway, but I've realised why you go a little bit gaga about photo phones, which we'll talk about in a minute, no doubt, with a, with a particular Xiaomi. Um, and I don't really care that much, and I sort of think, mm, OK, it's going to be marginal over the iPhone photos at best, uh, is because I do take vastly, vastly more video than photos. Um, yeah. Yeah. Only on the basis that these days, if you've got a 4K 30 or 4K 60 or 4K 24 come to that, you've you've got almost endless frames of photo. Um, yeah, I think that's true. You know, which you can pull out. And these days, I mean, frankly, I'd challenge most people to tell the difference from a decent photo grabbed from a 4K source material off the iPhone and something snapped with the iPhone. I have, however, been playing a little bit with RAW, although at the moment it's only extended to taking some pictures in RAW when I remember to press the button. I don't, I don't think you can set RAW permanently. Um, I don't think you can. Let me let me know, guys, if you if you can on Twitter or whatever. But uh, not that I'm bothered particularly because it's very easy. It's just a button at the top of the screen that you press. Um, haven't had a chance to play much with RAW. My, my, my observations with RAW are similar to what Steve said, really, that there's no real disadvantage because the JPEG you get on the phone to share anywhere is the same as you'd get if you didn't shoot in RAW. But w as soon as you open that RAW in Affinity Photo, I think actually Gab says use, um, uh, I think he says use Lightroom Mobile on, yeah, the, on yeah. the iPad, doesn't he? Now, I don't know if that's part of the subscription uh, or whether that's free. I don't know. Haven't tried that yet. Um, because we've been, to be honest, because we know rain is coming and there's going to be three or four days of rain, we've been sort of making every opportunity to go out when it isn't raining and get all yeah, the walking, get and get all the walking done. And, and really, the show is going ahead today because it, it is going to rain heavily shortly here. Um, 
which is nothing like what it was meant to be. And here's the thing. I don't know if you've used Dark Skies much lately in, in anger. Um, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, I bet you're going to say, mm. that it doesn't seem to be as accurate as it used to be. Absolutely. It's appalling yeah. up here. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's truly appalling. I mean, it used to be we spoke of it glowingly and it was the most accurate micro weather um, so I don't know what they've done to it. I don't know what Apple have done to it, whether they've just taken the bits they want for their app. Um, but, you know, the most accurate... It used to be way more accurate than uh, the Met Office. The Met Office was good for an area, uh, but it was terrible for, like, round round Keswick. Keswick, if anyone knows it, is pretty much circled by, by mountains, virtually all the way around. So it really literally is its own micro... Uh, you know, ecosystem really. Um, I'll, I'll open up. Let me just open up. Oh, I just got me. I've just ordered another, uh, and I just ordered another MagSafe on that cheap link. 28, 28 quid. We said. Um, oh yeah, I didn't finish saying, did I? That I didn't. I weren't that impressed with them until I got Jackie's one, and then uh, it, it seems to be quite neat. Just to slam it down, actually. So I probably owe, um, uh, probably owe Gav an apology. Now, of course. Um, as I am slagging off Dark Skies, it, it's got it pretty much spot on at the moment. Yeah, you've um, got a pretty nasty storm coming, looking at uh, it. Well, that's going to miss us. Are you looking at the one at Kendall? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm not quite sure. On Dark Skies, it doesn't, doesn't show me exactly where we're sort it of, is. We're much closer to Carlisle, but not that close. But we're outside of that no, red. a bit further north. Yeah, we're, we're up, we're up yeah. north. Basically, I'd say we're about, on the, on the iPhone screen, we're probably about three millimetres above the red bit. Um, so that that will miss us. I've got possible light rain. We're in Threlkeld, uh, T H R E L K E L D, um, and we've got possible light rain starting in seven minutes, stopping forty minutes later. Well, um, it's not possible. It's raining now. It's just starting. It, it's not going to be light, but this is about the most accurate it's ever been. Um, it, it's had days where you just wouldn't have gone walking because it looks so grim and the day itself is round here has turned out to be wonderful you know dry completely yeah. sort of thing um but the met office has pretty much been bang on i have to say and the bbc is a bit bit too optimistic because they don't use met office data now do they and no they don't um, and so so it's been interesting and this is the only time really four weeks of the year where where i care how accurate a weather forecast is for the rest of the year it's sufficient to look out the window uh, and see what's happening but up here if you're going to go for a walk you don't want to cart around extra layers or extra waterproofs if you if you don't need it you know um and that's where Dark Skies really came into its own, but it seems to have failed a bit now, so I don't know. Having said that, it's got it right now, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Looking at these clouds, I would say that red bit is, is, is quite a bit closer to us than this is indicating. Um, and in, but interestingly, the main, the main readout of, of where it goes 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, uh, 6 o'clock... There is no rain in that listing at all. It's just, you know, so they've not predicted the rain. It, just that the up-to-date bit has now got the rain. But perhaps it's just like any weather data. It's very variable. And this is an area that is incredibly difficult to to get right, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, you'd have to guess there's a lot of um, very local variation in a, in a mountainous area, wouldn't you? Because it just depends on which, which cloud comes over which mountainous. Yeah, basically the, basically the mountains attract the bloody clouds and they hold on to them as well. So, you know, it can be, it, they can predict that that's going to blow through because the wind is X, you know, 16 miles an hour or whatever. And all of a sudden the mountains slow the bloody clouds down. So it, it, it hangs around, you know. So, so let's go back to your MagSafe because I want I want to pick you sure. up. Sure, yeah, go on. Right. So, I mean, I I heard actually Ted and Steve talking about this last week, and they were saying, oh, they, you know, we're, we're real geeks. We're using a MagSafe or a, a, a Qi charger, and I'm still thinking, well, well, due, due respect to them, what makes that a geeky thing to do? What, what's what's the attraction to it? Why is it so much easier than just? You know, it's not hard, is it, to plug a cable in? No, it's not. It's it's. Um, I mean, I was just. Uh, that's exactly what I thought, really. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't think there's anything geeky about using it. It's, this is interesting to me how Apple, you know, drag you in because, of course, I got her a MagSafe for her birthday. It doesn't grip on brilliantly through her sort of three quid um, clear case that she got off Amazon for her iPhone 12 Mini. It, it, it finds a spot. It's never any danger that it's not going to find the spot. And I guess that's what sets it apart from any other Qi charger, is that you don't have to worry about where you put it. You're not going to accidentally not put it in the right place or knock it at night as you lean over. Um, and you can obviously already get multiple stands for these where you clip it into the stand. It is hailing now, by the way, folks, so it might get a bit, a bit noisy. Um, so uh, I don't know what the temperature is out there. It must be. It, it said it wasn't going to get above two degrees today. It doesn't feel that cold, uh, but it is. Uh, oh, yeah, that's some great, great background noise, isn't it? Though? It is now hailing on the roof of the Tucson. So I might be able to. Um, I tell you what, we'll do. Let's just have literally a five-second pause, Rich. Yeah. Now I must remember, write this down for me, 21 minutes, 30 seconds. I might be able to use that five minute pause to, to get rid of some of this rain noise. I don't know if that's going to work, but we'll give it a go, a, a live test. So apologies, we're, we're going to have to carry on, otherwise, otherwise this looks set for a while, so we'll have to just live with it and... Uh, uh, this is live outside broadcasting. This is I'm, proper. I'm sure. This is proper stuff. Yeah. Trust me, it will be worse in the caravan because the um, the metal on this car is certainly thicker than the roof on the caravan, which is mostly plastic windows. So it will it will be horrendous in there. So, so, so we go back to this charger. Yeah, go on. What, what what's so impressive about it? So well, you just I, put it I, down I, and it charges. Yeah, I, I guess nothing is 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 that impressive about it. And Apple have never come out with a Qi charger, have they, of any sort? Uh, they threatened one, a multi-charger, but to my knowledge, yeah. this is the first Qi charger they've, they've released, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah, yeah, they, they canned the multiple charger because they couldn't make it work, could they? So I suppose, ultimately, it's nothing special about it, it's just that they've, they've done away with the, with the only possible pain in the bum about Qi charging, is it doesn't always charge because you might move it off the sweet spot overnight. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. about yeah. it, really. I mean, there's nothing else. Now, of course, because it doesn't hold very well on her case, and only crazy people, like Dave, use their phone naked, um, it's, so she's now had to order a, a, Qi, uh, a, a MagSafe case. Uh, so now you're in the Vortex, Amazon. aren't you? You're well, of course, in the that, Vortex now. Well, <laughs> we're, we're in, we're in Chloe-Tech's Vortex, or whoever, whoever. I can't remember what case it was, but it certainly won't be an Apple case. Because I'm not, I'm just not paying Apple's money. Um, 
no, when you no. can get one for a fifth of the money and it's practically practically impossible to tell the difference. Uh, once you find the right one, I have to say, you obviously have to find the right one. Some are absolutely terrible and they will be much worse than Apple, but the best ones are going to be on a par with uh, with Apple. Um, I don't know how bad... How bad does this sound to you, you know? It oh, it's very, it's very enjoyable, Kevin. It's, it's OK. It's, it's, quite, it's, yeah. quite, it's quite refreshing, yeah. yeah. there you go. Um, so, it is just that. And, and then, of course, I've now, ordered, I've, I've now thought, mm, OK, yeah, that could be OK, even though there's absolutely nothing wrong with me. I've put it on my bedside Qi charging at home. I've put it on there every night for God knows how long, and not once has it failed to charge. So... You know, you end up, it's a bit like air tags, isn't it? I've ordered a pack of four. I can't really think of anything to put them on at the moment. If I, if I hadn't been out for the day, I'm sure I would have bought some. But by the time I came home, there was already like six weeks away. So I thought, well, hang on a minute, what am I actually going to use it for? Yeah, that's uh, the thing. It's hard, and to, it's, not... it's hard to know, isn't it? Uh, well, you know. I will clip one to my work key and another one to my work pass because I have lost both of those at John Lewis before. And uh, that is a right old pain if you lose them. So that, that will yeah, be so, used... so that, that is a good reason. That is a good reason, on. really, in mm. a way. Although it's going to be awkward to clip it to the pass and key will be fine because it's on a key ring. Um, so that will be absolutely brilliant for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, with my discount from, from JL, it's going to cost me... Uh, well, I got 12 quid off them, basically. Um, but I had to pay another 350 to get it delivered anywhere near where I'm staying. Um, oh, we got we got this stupid situation where there's about um, uh, six weeks of wait on on the Apple website, and you can get them on Monday from John Lewis. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tuesday probably because it's bank holiday. So yeah, probably Tuesday. Oh yes, I suppose. I actually, suppose it might be. It. it might it might well be Monday. Actually, it doesn't usually stop at working. Give you a pass on the fact there's a bank holiday in morning. Yeah. So yeah, you can get them from JL um, pretty much. Um, and I've now got a, a dark sky thing on my watch saying light rain starting in Keswick. Uh, mm. Keswick is about four miles away, so in fairness, that could be true. Uh, Depends where the weather, weather data is coming from, exactly, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah, well. yeah. Yeah. I know where I am. The uh, the weather data for around here actually comes from a different county, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, because the weather station is about five miles the other side of Birmingham Airport, and we're probably seven miles from Birmingham Airport in the opposite direction. Um, so it's actually in North Warwickshire. Yeah. Um, so tell me then, the next thing is, you know, you've got yeah. this MagSafe, uh, you've still got to plug it into a, a, a power supply that's got a USB socket, haven't you? Yes, now this is the other thing, she opens her birthday present, I've completely forgotten that it's USB-C uh, cable. Um, and is it USB-C or is it USB? <laughs> it's USB-C. Um, uh-huh. On the end, so she goes. Oh, we've got a slight problem. Well, luckily, luckily, in my bag of tricks, there is a USB, an Apple folding USB-C charger. Oh, but I you have are a no, lucky man! <laughs> can you think where I got that from? Because I, I, I certainly didn't buy one. Um, so I have no idea where that came from. iPad or something, perhaps? Possibly, yeah iPad Pro was it? I don't know. I don't yeah, think I don't Pro. think so because the iPad Pro is still the the humpy one, the one with the hump on, like a mini, yeah. like a smaller version of the MacBook one. So I did buy another MacBook charger, but that wouldn't have been it because they're like sixty three watts. Um, so I was at a loss really to know where it where it came from. I'm sure it'll come to me one one day, but I I, I didn't buy one, so I don't know. 
you know, I, I wouldn't buy an Apple one probably anyway. But it, it's fine. I mean, it's just that the one she uses in the caravan. And again, you see, as you say, is there much difference plugging that in and plugging in a cable? And I suppose the bottom line is, if you're if you're nodding off at night and you you're about to go to sleep, maybe it's maybe it's more likely that you'll 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 fire it in the general direction of this of this uh, MagSafe and it will snap into place rather than you you might forget to plug a cable in or plug it in I don't know it's probably no reason at all other than to give Apple more money yet again they've had a, a record quarter which now is getting boring because it's every quarter is a record um, there you go what do you do you know um, people do it don't they you know people people we, we know somebody uh, who lots of people listen to this know uh, a bit of a good photographer has just bought a new iPad. Um, yeah, indeed. And, 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 and you know, it, 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 I don't know, it must be over a grand. And, and they just keep going from strength to strength and they keep making the... I mean, an iPad with an M1, how, how, how amazing is that going to be? Well, it's going to be a heck, a heck of a device. I mean, I, I, I was looking at my, um, my iPad Pro, which is a 2018 one. So it's, I, think, I think it's the first of the USB-C iPad Pros. Is it the 11-inch uh, or the 10.9? No, no, it's the 12-point... Oh, it's the 12.9, so, yeah, yeah. Same, same as mine, but mine's 11, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I looked at this and I thought, well, yeah, there are ways in which this new one is better. Um, probably, as usual, my eyes won't be able to see much of a difference. The M1 chip we all know and love is a fantastic piece of, uh, of hardware. But you've got to then have a reason to do it. Now, in in uh, in our friend's case, he spends lots of times photo editing yeah, on his on his iPad. I I suspect that if 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 we're all honest about it, he probably would be perfectly happy carrying on with the one he's got. But if if you want the new one and you've got a reason and it, and it works for you, well, I guess you know, kind of why not? My my one, to be honest, is I wish I could. Uh, replaced my Mac Mini with a, an M1 Mac Mini or probably an M2 Mac Mini with a few more sockets on it because my, my M1 MacBook Air um, knocks my t uh, 2020 MacBook Pro yeah. off its perch. The MacBook Pro's got more RAM, um, it costs twice as much, and it just doesn't feel as snappy as the uh, as the MacBook Air. Um, mm. I mean, you, you remember, in fact, if you remember, it was uh, it was all your fault. You were you were doing some salesmanship for John Lewis, weren't you, at the time? Yes. Because I, I missed the boat on it um, because I was thinking, oh, I've just bought a MacBook Pro, and then you all bought one. I said, no, this is much much better, which you were right about. Um, and and I ended up getting it from John Lewis. It, it's a great machine, and, and of course now it's been out a few months. There's less and less software that, that isn't available for mm. it. I mean, it was it was pretty. Um, Rosetta Two was pretty amazing to start with, yeah. but uh, it. Um, yeah, yeah, you just you just don't know, do you? Most of the time, I mean, you have to go into uh, um, in, into the sort of underneath of the machine to find out what's an Intel app and what's a um, you know what's a, 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 a original native silicon app, if you like. Yeah, I mean, the battery life is staggering, isn't it? The uh, amazing. It, 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 I mean, I did actually charge this last night, thinking of the show today, and that's out of habit, really, using the old one because you, with the old one, you wouldn't dream of starting this for an hour or maybe an hour and a quarter with less no. than fifty percent. But on this, you could genuinely start with twenty percent, and you wouldn't run out. You wouldn't run out, no. Um, no I mean, and I run the I run the screen about two notches below full brightness, which again I worried about the screen not being bright enough versus the Pro. Um, this was this was a great decision to to, to get this. Um, I think, but I think actually the twelve point nine iPad 
he's, he's getting close to being able to replace a MacBook for for some people, and Gav might be one for, of them. For, for some things, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still have a few things that it's it's frustratingly close to, but isn't. Yeah. Um. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I mean, you you could well see. I mean, if Apple wanted to, they could bring out a hybrid device with a touch screen, and it would it would sweep everything before it. I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine if you had a touch screen on a on a, a MacBook. Now, yeah. Now I, I've got to say, having having sort of grown up with um, uh, laptops from the beginning, you know, it's when when you know you touched the screen on pain of death because it was never the same again because it got the tiniest bit of oil out of your finger or whatever. Mm. It took me a long, long, long time to get over that and also to get used to it. But actually, on a PC, I do find I use it quite a bit now. Uh, to start off with, I didn't. Uh, I I would love to see. I mean, actually, photo editing is a great case in point. If you want to zoom in and out, it's a darn sight easier on a screen than it is on the trackpad, I think. But yeah, um, it's, it's, it's probably just a... what you get used to, I suppose, isn't it? I, 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 I mean, I don't particularly want a touchscreen Mac, I don't think, because um, I like to have my screens immaculate. And of course, the, the iPad is messed up within seconds of you cleaning it. So yeah. it's, it's a chicken and egg scenario. Well, it stopped hailing, so we're, we're back in the in the quiet. Um, I was going to also uh, talk about what was I going to talk about? It's gone. I've gone blank now. Oh yes, I was. We're talking about JL. I got a bit of good news on that front for everyone who seemed to be interested in what I what I do for a living. Um, going back to JL, um, which is which is great news. Uh, it will still be temporary, but you know, pretty much guaranteed unless something really bad happens to, to shutdowns and things uh, to be made permanent this time. Um, I. The thing that was holding me back mostly was the fact that Waitrose were kind enough to offer me the job and a permanent one at that. It, it's been good for my health and everything. I've really enjoyed working with those people. Um, but once John Lewis got opened, you know, several other people up there said, you know, we could we could do with you up there. And, and I started thinking about the tech side of it. And I, I just said to the guy, really, um, my, my big concern is if I if I come back to you guys now and in four months, three or four months, you say, look, I'm really sorry, we're, we're closed down again and we just can't make you permanent waitrose are going to tell me to do one you know because of, of thinning me but they're not like that at all amazing they're, they're quite happy to, to they'd be quite happy to take me back if that happened so i'm so grateful of that i think i've probably earned it in terms of the fact that i work quite hard and um you know don't mess about and and, and get on with the job and stuff like that but yeah i'm just waiting to hear how quickly that'll happen um i'll probably go back to waitrose for a little while i guess when i go back to work in a just over a week's time um but yeah i'll be back full time in uh, john lewis selling selling lots of products hopefully so, so although there is no perfect employer, they are doing their best to live up to their reputation of being a good place to work from the south. Yeah, I, I think you know it's like it's like anywhere really that this this whole COVID thing has been. I mean, it's been a nightmare for everyone, hasn't it? You know, and and whatever whatever you think, they they, they unlike a lot of retailers, like we could mention Weatherspoons, for example. You know, where the where the owners are multi-millionaires. Uh, still claiming our taxpayers' money, sort of thing. I don't mean for the, um, I don't necessarily mean for the furlough for the wages. I don't begrudge them that at all. You know, that's good. Good luck to the employees. Um, John Lewis refused to use any furlough money for the second, uh, second and third lockdowns. Mm. Um, you know, did use some for the first, which I think pretty much everybody did. 
Um, I think everybody did the first because it was yeah. such a shock to the system. Nobody knew what to do, did they? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, you, you've got to say there must be a chance there'll be some some future lockdown if a nasty variant turns up. But on the on the whole, I think we we know better how to cope with it. Um, so you hope it wouldn't happen again in quite the same way. Absolutely. And 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 as a fallback, we we think maybe maybe allegedly our PM would rather the bodies built up um, than than have another one. So. Um, is that a bit too controversial for the show? I don't know. No, no, I think there's a question to answer there. But uh, on the other hand, I mean, if, if we're going to be political for a moment, I think I would say I think that their their performance last year wasn't great, but this year they seem to be on the nail. You know, things are getting progressively better. The rollout is going well. Um yeah, so let's hope they stay on the same yeah. course and we can put it behind us. You know? I, supp- I suppose we have to give them credit for that. Or, or is it just a case that this is proof that if the NHS is funded correctly, the NHS can do a wonderful job? Um, I don't know. You know, it, clearly the NHS have got an unlimited budget at the moment. There's no question about that, you know, whether, whether we know it or not. Um, and it's them that are doing the vaccinations, not the government, but... I guess if we're going yeah. to slag them off for messing COVID up, we've got to give them the credit for when they when they get the vaccinations right. I guess. Yeah, exactly. We, we you've got to be even-handed about these things, and and I think there will be a time there has to be a proper inquiry, and that time still isn't now. No, it's not. It's coming, uh, hopefully, and it will be some of them. Mm. Anyway, yeah, you're probably right. We shouldn't be political. Thirty-six minutes in is a bit early. Um, yeah, a little bit earlier. We haven't got to the grumpy old men stage. Yet. No, exactly, exactly. So tech, tech and holidays. Um, it's not any different at the moment. I mean, the the the, di- the different the, the fact that you've got a really fast signal all the time, and plenty of data. It just means you don't have to fret about it. I can remember holidays when I when we literally had to go drive ten miles to get a signal, so I could download EastEnders for our indoors. Last last time I was on holiday in the Lake District uh, is is actually a long time ago now, um, and and in fact it's a possibility, maybe later in the year if we aren't able to go abroad and whatever. But um, oh, do it, do it. Oh, we, it's uh, wonderful. Well, we stayed in three places, and uh, in one of them, I remember the only place to get any signal at all was in a pub car park down the road. Um, and there was this one place we stayed. Gosh, it's in one of the forests up there absolutely beautiful location it was and there was no signal on any network and and we were away and we had three teenagers at home and and unfortunately the stress levels were just terrible because there was no way of making sure well no way of them getting in touch with us if there was a problem but there was no way of us, us sort of ringing in and saying hello everything okay yeah. and um after after a few days that just got to be really stressful but yeah you're right i mean it, it, coverage coverage in some parts of places like that is actually better than it is in the towns i think well, yeah, because hardly anyone's on them. I mean, that's the no. point, I think. Although, the, I mean, the the um, uh, the uh, lag, well, not lag, what the hell am I talking about? Milliseconds, what is it? Um, ping. Ping, thank you. What the hell is wrong with me? Um, yeah, the ping is about 35 milliseconds, so it wouldn't you wouldn't be being a good gamer on it, but it's perfectly acceptable for stuff like this or watching, uh, watching Line of Duty tonight, for example. Um, trying to remember to watch it live and not, if not, uh, switching uh, everything off uh, for two I, days. I had an absolute feast yesterday. Uh, yesterday evening, that the BBC is repeating The Killing, which is a, a Danish series that was originally broadcast in about 2007. And um, 
it's one of those Scandi noir series that is sort of well, I would actually say in many ways it's better than the killing. Uh, sorry, better than Line of Duty, but but equally that's unfair because I'm a big fan of Line of Duty. But it, it's it's one of the first Scandi noir series, and uh, yeah, gosh, it's such a good series. It really is well done. You do have to get over the, uh, the fact that you're uh, watching uh, using subtitles. Um, well, unless you speak Danish anyway, which um, Danish appears to be a, a succession of swallowing noises. I mean, I, I can pick up a few words of sort of. Um, Norwegian and Swedish from having family in Norway, but Danish, although it's written the same, basically sounds like somebody's swallowing everything all the time. It's incredible language. You just can't pick words out of it, uh, but it works for them, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that is a fantastic series. If you if you if you get a rainy day, the killing it is really brilliant. I'm fairly sure Jackie watched it um, live first time round. How, how long ago was it? A few years. 2000, 2007, the first oh Christ, series. Maybe, maybe it wasn't that. But I know she yeah. watched something Scandinavian, and I, I just couldn't get into it at all. It was, it was just such a bleak, bleak thing. Um, and it's just set in this frozen wasteland somewhere. And oh God, it was, there was only about four <laughs> characters. There's only about four characters in it, I think, in that whole that's a, thing. That's a, that's a slight exaggeration of all of Scandinavia, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it was this one you're talking about. But uh, I, I mean, we, we I have ge- a, a, genuinely, we have a joke in our family that, that, that it, the sun always shines in Sweden because I've been to Sweden three times and it's been beautiful weather every single time. <laughs> I mean, the weather um, up the weather up here is so weird because in front of me now is uh, is a is a mostly blue sky with some light fluffy white clouds very nice and a, and a lovely hill at the back all, all lit up with the sunlight and then behind me in the rear view mirror or in the side mirrors is just the blackest cloud you've ever seen yeah. um, and and it's coming from the direction of the brighter one so that's that's nice um you know so probably later this afternoon or in a little while once we finish this and got it uploaded I'll, I'll, we'll go off for another another walk into keswick we've got there's a lovely um it's hard to recommend coming to Keswick because three days this week it's been overcast and gloomy where we're staying in the caravan and a five or six mile drive generally in a southerly direction uh, down to down to Grasmere down to down to towards Kendall wherever has just transformed the day completely um, and it is these northern hills that that hold it all in you know. Yeah. Um, so, so it's hard to recommend to people to come up here. But if if you are staying where, where we're staying, is a, is a five mile walk into town, completely. Well, there's a tiny bit of up and a, and a tiny bit of down, but that's like really minor. Uh, and then it's a completely flat. It's the old Keswick railway line. Uh, it all got swept away in the storm Desmond. Uh, from a few years ago. It's only just reopened this year and they've taken a chance now to completely uh, tarmac it. So it's it's now completely uh, disabled friendly. Uh, you can now use buggies and you can literally, you know, it's now anyone can use it and it's absolutely wonderful. It walks, you're going through a gorge essentially, the Greta Gorge um, and uh, following the River Greta along uh, all the way into Keswick and I don't know if you saw Keswick. Um, if you look at Keswick Town flooding, uh, you'll see a picture. Oh, Do you I remember? remember there's a picture of yeah. a bridge uh, in the centre of Keswick which has been topped off with glass panels 
And I mean, I don't know how high it is. People can do their own research, but it, at the moment, there isn't really a drop of water in this in this river, and yet, and the river is easily thirty feet wide, forty feet wide, probably, wow. uh, and probably up to the top of this glass is is twenty feet minimum, and, and and it's impossible to imagine. We've we've seen it up to the bottom of the brick just before it gets to the glass. Um, and I mean, obviously, when it when it when it topped over the bridge before they put the glass in, it flooded all the houses opposite really badly. Um, and those houses now actually still have sandbags out the front, and some of them have installed those 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 things that stop the water coming in. You know, those traps. And you just can't imagine it. You know, it is so. I mean, it is generally so damn dry up here. Uh, because generally speaking, up here, the the the, the rivers and, and lakes don't fill up until until a few days after any any heavy rain, because obviously it takes a little while to to come off the hills. But um, yeah, the only regret of the holiday so far is we haven't been able to do a decent big walk uphill because uh, her indoors has hurt her knee somehow. We don't know how um, at work probably. Um, yeah, so that stopped us from doing, doing too much. Anyway, more tech. Let's think. What can we? What can we do? What can we talk about for about a quarter of an hour? Tech related. I think. I think it might have to be a certain phone that's just turned up. Yeah, at, it probably, at, at probably your place, to be, isn't it? Really? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I think probably I was one of the first people to get one of these. Yeah, it's a grand charge over there. So yeah, um, it is the uh, uh, Xiaomi uh, Eleven Ultra. Mm-hmm. Which um, has on the back. No, I don't ask what the spec of these cameras is, but uh, but it has a lot of cameras on the back, and it has a little LCD screen, which when you put it face down comes up and tells you things you don't necessarily really want to know. I, don't, I think think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it does work as well in in the camera as a sort of viewfinder backwards, as it were. Yeah, rumours so are. You can use the front-facing cameras to, to take pictures of selfies, but um, I think that's a bit of a limited use, to be honest. Rumours are that it's basically a Mi Band uh, grafted yes, on apparently. to the, to the, to the yeah, phone, I, isn't it? I, I think I think um, the size of it is probably, the screen is probably ripped off the Mi Band. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah that's but it's, uh, yeah, so, so what's it like? Well, um, you probably haven't seen a Mi 11, but if you've, if you've got a standard Mi 11... Um, it's the same size except for this camera bulge on the back, which yeah. is quite significant. But I mean, uh, it's not the biggest camera bulge in some ways, I don't think. I mean, in terms of a solid lump, it's the biggest camera bulge. Um, but it projects, I think, probably less than the uh, Lumia 1020 did back in the day. Mm. Um, and so far, I've only had actually one occasion where I can actually take it out and um, do any uh, photographing with it. I went to. Uh, National Trust Place in Shropshire on uh, Friday. Uh, took about 100 photos. Um, what can you say about the camera? When you zoom in on the photos, the level of detail is astonishing. Um, it really is very, very good, even to very high levels of zoom. Um, the only pictures that failed were close-ups, which didn't focus properly. And I mean, that is a, a, a comment that you will see on the uh, on the reviews about the phone that the the close-up ability needs tweaking at the very least, um, but the zoom is well. I mean, I think I mean it, it claims it's 120 times zoom. Of course, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, but it's still quite okay up to sort of 30, 40. Um, you know, I've got some pictures uh, where you know, stood on one side of a field and on the far side there were 
uh, deer, well, I had to zoom them in far too much. They were very blocky at the end, although they were identifiably deer. Um, but equally, I got quite a few pictures that you would think were a lot closer than they were. I got a picture of a pheasant, which um, well, it looks like it's practically by my feet. It was about mm, 20 metres away, something like that. Now, that's interesting because you've got that picture in our group. Obviously, the people listening to this can't see it, but yeah. may, maybe you'll put it on Twitter or something. But um, it, it, that, when I looked at that, I thought, oh, there's nothing special about that. But but OK, if you were that far away from it, now I can Quite see. Quite away. Yeah. Um, and, and and this is the thing I've found I've found that I, each each day I'm carrying the iPhone 12 Pro in my shirt pocket and the uh, P30 Pro in my trouser pocket and mm -hmm. I only really get the P30 Pro out when I need to see something further away because I know for landscapes the iPhone's going to do a better job generally I think even though in the past I've taken some cracking shots I might try this week using it the other way around actually and see what I end up with but uh, you know, generally I just use the zoom up to about 10 times on the P30 Pro but also I've, I saw your little, you got a little picture of a baby duck I think mm. um and I didn't think that was very sharp, the duck itself. I mean, the whole picture, because... Uh, again, it... that was quite a way away. Ah, yeah. right, OK. Now, see, that explains it. I, you didn't put that in the group, actually. You just put the pictures in, didn't you? But um, And I just thought, and I think even Leon said, he didn't say they were bad. He just said, hmm, um, which obviously meant the same as I was thinking, that they, that they weren't a showcase. Um, and those pictures of the of the sort of blurry water, they were obviously a little, and the duck is in that. So if they were they were twenty or thirty feet away, then fair enough. Although, I I wonder what the eye is is when people publish these. I just wish they'd do the same with another phone, whether it be an iPhone or a Pixel or something else. Because as a standalone, every camera pretty much produces good photos. Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. I mean, I, I also would have to say that's the first time I've actually used it and, and oh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, really sort of trying to find out what it would do. And I, I literally, um, most of the time, just pointed and shot with it. I wasn't trying to do anything uh, anything fancy or clever um, because, you know, you, you can, you've got to have a certain amount of um, reference to it, haven't you, before yeah. you can actually... You know, before you can before you can start extracting anything from it, you've got to know um, you've got to know what it can do, really. I guess. What what is this reference I keep seeing to an update do D DXO Mark? In in China, there's a big camera update that's been apparently uh, done in association with DXO Mark, who I have a fair amount of scepticism about. But but the reviews online say that this 12.5 software is actually quite a big uh, enhancement now. Uh, the worldwide one, the one that I've got, is 12.0.6. Um, so you know, there's quite a bit of a uh, an update from 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 there in terms of, of uh, increments. But quite how much of an update there is in other respects, I don't know. Yeah, it was the mention of the DXO thing. I thought we all yeah. took the mick out of them and said they were just basically shysters. Well, yes, I mean I think this is the trouble, isn't it? And and, and I mean I do wonder that. But uh, but the reviews suggest that the cameras. Yeah, I mean, the, this big sensor on this, uh, it's not been used in any other phone before, so I think everybody is waiting to see what it looks like and also waiting to um, uh, waiting for it really to be fine-tuned because I'm, I'm sure in practice they're going to be working like crazy on this because this phone is their sort of attempt to sort of say we can produce a really good camera phone, isn't it? Mm. 
But what? But how long will it be before they just bring out a Mi Twelve? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. And this is the only thing that worries me about me is about Xiaomi stuff. Is it's just there's. Just, I mean, in in four weeks' time, there'll be another phone that is the dog's danglies when it comes to yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't they? Yeah, for sure. I'm sure it's true, and that's um, that's that's the trouble. That that is the treadmill uh, that you get onto if you get into Android phones. I yeah. Mean, it's yeah, no secret. Exactly. I mean, I've just I've just sent you that pheasant zoomed in a little bit because obviously on um, uh, on Telegram it's it's a bit compressed as well. But I mean, uh, you know, the, the the thing that's supposed to be just around the corner is the Pixel Six, which is supposedly uh, quite a lot bigger than the Pixel Five, but is reputedly going to have this and that and the other. Um, and the people I know who've actually had hands on with it say this is going to be a phone worth having. I mean. Uh, you know, who knows? But they, but, but, they, but they are partially the same people that say every phone is a phone worth having, and they buy every phone. Partially. 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 If, if I, you... I mean, you know, that it's a lot of this is like YouTube based, isn't it? And and oh, yeah. you know, these people aren't paying. I mean, you, you've paid you've paid real real money for your Mi Eleven Ultra. Yeah. But a lot yeah. of the people punting it haven't paid no. a penny for it and never will. No, which is, which is what makes me an odd, an odd bugger because I haven't looked at any of the reviews at all until after I got it. Yeah. Uh, and actually, half of the people on the internet, you know, I, I'm afraid when I look at what they do, I think, well, you didn't spend more than five minutes with that device, did you? Because it's obvious you would have known straight away that that's wrong or this is wrong. I mean, I can think of somebody who I I used to used to watch every every video they produced. And in the case of two or three of the devices they were talking about, I actually had the device, and I was thinking, well, yeah, you won't do it if you just pick it out of the box and pick it up like that. But yeah. if you go two two menus in and make one change, it will do it. So to say it can't do it is ridiculous. So I stopped I, watching at that point. And I think that is the beauty, actually, of using a phone. In my case, it's obviously iPhone 12 at the moment. Um, and I haven't really... I've, I've sort of tried to get more into cameras through through you lot, going crazy about them in our group and everything. Um but it's it's only really now that I've sort of tried zooming in on the iPhone, which doesn't, you know, it just has this two times zoom. But actually, you can go to about six times, and it's pretty acceptable in most cases. And you end up thinking, oh, what's the what's the P30 Pro actually given me? But what I have appreciated is, like, if I'm using the iPhone, which I am now, obviously using it as a, a hotspot all the time. Um, and obviously, I could just take that EE SIM out. No, I can't. It's an e SIM, isn't it? I can't just take that out. Actually, uh, having said no, that, not so, not so easy. That no, it isn't. No, I just suddenly thought because I I changed it to physical, but gone back to e SIM accidentally, hadn't I? So uh, um, you just, did rather rashly just do it. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, just yeah. just just a weather update. We've now got incredibly bright sun, fifty um, percent blue, fifty percent light white clouds, and a completely different day out there. It's just it's just incredible. Um, so we're going to bring this to a halt in a few minutes and I'm, and I'm going to get my walking boots on and get the hell out. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just get so bloody cynical about these latest camera monsters. Um, and, and it was very interesting listening to PSC today. You probably haven't heard it. I, I have. Um, because they're talking about a couple of guys, Chris Kelly and Ted, really, um, uh, sort of picked picked holes with with Steve because he did a he did a DSLR versus iPhone 12 Max Pro Max uh, comparison and you know partly I agree with them he used a Canon 1200D which is pretty old isn't it it's pretty old and pretty pretty basic um, 
again, you know, and probably now can be had for a couple of hundred quid or, or 50 quid second hand against a, a, a 1200 quid iPhone or 1100 quid iPhone, whatever. Um, so and, and, and he didn't, as Chris pointed out, he didn't really use I, I don't think the 1200D has even got a, an HDR mode. But whilst using Pro Raw and every possible function on the iPhone, didn't use that on the on the camera. And I think also used the, the, the kit basic kit lens, which is pretty awful in terms of DSLRs. Um, but it, but I don't feel like I've got this big um, zoom haven't i you know the the lumix and i've taken it out i've taken it out a couple of times i took it out on a, on a, on about as about an eight and a half mile walk and i took it out and i didn't take a single photo with it because no, ev- I mean, this is the thing, everything it? i took was on the iphone um, and, and if, i mean that's that's one of the things that i would say i mean I, I, i've actually got my usual surfeit of phones at the moment i have to flog a few off presently but but it is true that if you spend some time with the um Pro Raw on the uh, 12 Pro. That's what you've got, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you spend just a little time in something like Lightroom, or even, um, do you are you a Google One subscriber? Not anymore. I did get it for a little while, but not not for long. Yeah, because they've they've added a few extra things you can do in Google Photos. But um, but actually, interestingly enough, uh, I, I think presently they will pull Snapseed because an awful lot of the things that I can see you can do seem to be still doable in Snapseed. Mm. Um, but if you spend some time in Snapseed and you've got those Pro Raw photos, it, it is quite surprising. Um, actually, I'm now, I'm now maybe talking through a hole in my head because I don't know whether Snapseed handles Pro Raw, but, but you can certainly tinker with them in Google Photos. Um, it, it, you, you can you, you can really fine-tune photos in a way that just kind of most of the time takes the need of a DSLR out of it. I mean, I... I it, all of these things are temporary, aren't they? I was I was looking the day at some pictures I took in the late 1980s with a quite decent Minolta 35 millimeter camera, and ignoring the the, the 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 photographic quality in terms of photographic skill, the actual image that's available is just nothing like uh, what's available on a, an iPhone these days. No, absolutely. And and I, and I think you know. I, I actually think I'm, I'm tempted, tempted to put it this way. I, I get bored with the iPhone during the year. I must have a low boredom threshold. I, I, I get to a point where I, I enjoy starting to fiddle with other things and getting them to work and whatever else. I actually enjoy that process. It's a, it's definitely an addiction of a sort. Um, I, I had to stop myself in the week buying a Chromebook because I just thought, oh, I fancy having to play with Chrome OS again. And I'm being, mm. no, you don't. When are you going to find the time to do this? You know, I mean, I'm still yeah. still working on the on the amazing photos project. Um, on which there is some progress, um, but I think that's another story. Um, but yeah, if you if you said right, I only have one phone uh, to take photos with, you you could do slightly better than the 12 Pro. But I get the 12 Pro Max, but you wouldn't be going a lot further than that. I, I, don't, I don't think I would do any better with it, to be honest, because the only difference is the sensor, and oh, I think yeah. it's two and a half times zoom rather than slightly, two. Slightly bigger optical zoom, yeah. Um, so, you know, and I think if I did two and a half times on, on, on here with digital, you, you wouldn't notice much difference. So, and, and, and this sensor thing, um, same with the Mi 11 Ultra, really, the sensor thing is re- really sensor size is is generally down to how much light it can get, not necessarily yeah. make making it any better. Oh, um, no, exactly. It's the same as the megapixel fallacy, yeah. isn't it? So, it's yeah, exactly. down to how much light it's... you get on the... On the um... 
on the chip that actually you're recording the uh, the photons. I agree. Um, um, I, I watched last night because I got into the weeds. I'll just give, give credit where it's due. Steve, Steve did at the end of his article basically conclude that, that essentially they're just there isn't really a comparison to be made between DSLRs and, and phones. They are totally different, which of course they are. Um, and most of that comes down to like if we're gonna if we're gonna go out later, as we probably will for a for about a five or six mile hike. How much stuff do you want to carry around with you? Yeah, um, uh, well, I think that's true. I mean, I, I, I've got here um, a Micro Four Thirds camera, and well, I've got two real problems with using it. One is it's it's additional bulk, but the the other is um, is actually what you can do with a photo on a phone when you've taken it. You know, yeah. by the time you've yeah. I, I, it's beyond me why the camera manufacturers haven't taken a look at the software that's available on, on, on even a, a medium range phone these days, mm-hmm. and said we need to get these guys to write us some better software because the software on this thing, is it's primitive compared with what's on yeah. the phone, and so often on a phone you can fix a minor problem really very very easily that that is a labour of love when you're getting a picture out of a DSLR onto a computer doing this, doing that uh, you'd have done five times over on a phone because you'd, you'd, you'd have you'd have uh, you know you'd have got the, uh, the you'd, you know you could have got the horizon level for example or you could have cropped yeah. the irritating left elbow of somebody that crept into a picture in seconds which on, on something you've got to manipulate onto a computer and whatever you, you know it, it is a bigger process and I I, I don't get why. The camera manufacturers haven't looked at that. I mean, what, what does a what does a DSLR or a Micro Four Thirds camera offer me most of the time? Well, better zoom is the real answer. I mean, yes, you, you know, you're even getting camera phones now that can do quite decent macro. Um, yeah, I I, I I suppose the difference really is if in my landscape photos, if I wanted to if I wanted to print them up at poster size, then then you'd you'd see the limitations of the oh, iPhone quite straight easily. Away, yeah, yeah. But, know, but, which, but which that's, that's a see that's another thing that maybe I'm very odd about. I print almost no photos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think anyone does. No, but some people they'll have lots of photos around the house that they've taken. Uh, no, I'm not. I just don't. I don't do that. I, I actually think that photos on the whole look better on a backlit screen, actually, because. You know, it's more sort of, you know, you're actually yeah. seeing light in the way that your eyes see it when you're out and about. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. And and funnily enough, I, I did my annual purchase of an Echo Show. Uh, oh, you just, got another one of those. Yeah, just before we let it, well, I haven't got it now because it's gone back, but... Um, Basically, uh, I bought an Echo Show. I got it. I had on the last show. I got it quite cheap because I got twenty-five. It's very weird, actually, with Amazon. I got an instant twenty-five quid gift card for sending back a uh, an old Amazon Echo. Um, you know, an old, an old no screen one, which which I haven't sent back. So eventually, they're going to charge me for that twenty five quid because they've refunded the whole amount, which was seventy five quid. But it only cost me fifty quid in the end because it had twenty five quid off it as well. Um, but I got this Echo Show, and I thought it will replace the little Google Home Hub, the little little seven inch one, in in the lounge again. And the, by now they must have sorted the software out so that the because uh, on my on my Home Hub I've got just about twenty photos that I consider my favourites, and they swap basically they swap about once every five minutes on the Google home mm. so you know once every five minutes you can set it however you want though you could have one an hour if you wanted um in the um 
in the Echo one, it's always been the same, and I should have suppose I should have looked it up first before buying it, but I thought it must have sorted it by now. The longest you can have is 10 seconds to change photos. So out of the corner of your eye, all you're seeing all the time is photos changing. Um, so I thought, okay, I'll solve it easily. I'll just select my favorite as photo and I'll change it manually every day, once a day. So it's got my favorite photo on. You do that and the thing changes. It, it reloads that same photo after 10 seconds. So it's still <laughs> flickering in the corner of your eye. Um, and I can't live with it. You know, you don't, I no. said to Jackie, I said, I'm going to have to put this behind it, behind me, out of my vision. And she said, well, you wanted it. So you could just say, hey, hey, show me the front camera, show me the rear camera, the blink cameras, which is which is the main use of it, because it's the quickest way of seeing who's out the front or what, what wildlife is in the garden. It's a bit quicker than using it on the phone, although not that much. Um, and even that function is slow. Blink, Blink is owned by Amazon. The Echo is owned by Amazon. And if you were using it to say, someone rung the doorbell and you said, hey, hey, show me the front door, they would be gone. They would be gone by the time this showed you. It's at least a 20 second delay in most cases to show you the picture from the front door. It's awful. It's absolutely appalling. Um, and also the screen is rubbish. The screen, if anyone's screen's got a, horrible on those, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, if anyone's got a Google Home, it's got that sort of anti. I don't know what you'd call it. It's got the screens that some of the Nokia's used to have, the N85s used yeah. to have. It's like a photo, photo something screen. It, it dims down with the thing, and it, some of the sun, you get a sunset picture come up, and it looks wonderful. Um, so yeah, within about an hour of installing it, it was boxed back up. Um, good experience, actually. Um, I first time I've ever been able to return anything via a locker. Um, took it to the local locker a couple of miles away, put it in the locker, uh, shut the locker door. As soon as the locker was emptied, and, and funnily enough, I had a delivery the next day from Amazon, and about 10 minutes after he left mine, he must have gone and emptied that locker, um, or someone else did 10 minutes later, coincidence, and I got the refund straight away, um, instant refund. Yeah, sure. Now I'm getting things saying, you haven't sent us this Echo yet. Um, so now I've got to decide if it's worth my while boxing up an Echo uh, and sending it uh, for 25 quid or whether just to keep it and then they'll charge me 25 quid in July apparently I get till July to send it um, very strange company Amazon aren't they oh yeah 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 I mean I mean I had that headset not so long ago um, and they were only willing to um, yeah you said they sent up a Hermes and I said well look you know I don't mind paying <laughs> you to send it back by Royal Mail and they refused to give me a, a, a label which you know, I would have paid for uh, and ultimately, they said to me, keep it. And I think, well, Crazy, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's bonkers, because, you know, uh, I mean, it still doesn't work, but I haven't chucked it away, so it's better than nothing. But it, it, the problem with it is it drops calls all the time. Yeah. So it's okay for listening to music, perhaps, but not so... And actually, in that sense, it's quite convenient when you're working, because you can actually hear what's going on in the rest of the house and you won't cut off from it. But, but as a headset for talking on the phone, total waste of time. Yeah, um, so yeah, they are a very peculiar company. Well, I, I want to just um, briefly, if I may, talk about the ongoing saga of the photos. Sure thing. Well, I, I've still got one major hurdle to get over. In fact, I'd say that's not true. I've, I've got one and a bit to get over. But um, I, I, 
I was thinking the day because basically the way they told me to deal with this was I've got three photo libraries and they basically said, well, you basically have got to um, upload each library to uh, iCloud um, and then let it download again. Well, I did the first one and and that well that, that process took a week. <laughs> um, but the biggest problem was everything that was duplicated on iCloud and on this backup, well, I ended up with two of everything. Mm. So I had a good old search around on Google, and I found a, um, a piece of software that actually gets really good reviews called Power Photos. Um, and, and it was quite funny. When I started looking at it carefully, I discovered it was the, it was the Photos version of a, of a program I had back in the days of iPhoto. Uh, and this thing can search out duplicates using the um, MD5 checksum, um, and it can combine libraries. Mm. So <clears throat> I got all the libraries onto an external hard drive, and I told it to go away and, and combine them, which it is now working its way through. And, I mean, there are a lot of duplicates in here, probably yeah. something like 30,000 duplicates is my wow. guess. Um, no doubt, because when I originally took stuff off, I, you know, I left a wide margin of error. So at the moment, it's, it's about three-quarters of the way through importing everything into a new merged library, uh, in which there should be no duplicates, but I'll check that again before it goes further. The next thing I've then got as a problem, and I still don't know how to do this, but I'll have to work it out. The next thing I want to do is to replace what's on iCloud with what's on this external drive. Now, yeah. um, before I even countenance doing that, I'll be copying the external drive onto my um, Synology NAS. So at least I have two copies of the merged library, but I think it might actually be getting close to a point where I've solved the problem as far as, as iPhotos goes. The only problem is, in doing this, I've realised that what I've got on iCloud for my photos is not actually a complete record because there's going to be stuff that hasn't synced up to there. So I'm probably going to have to do the same exercise for me. But in a way, if I have to spend a month or so working my way through all the online backups of photos, that's not actually a calamity as far as I'm concerned because at the end of it all, at least I'll have some some assurance that what I thought was backed up is backed up. But, God, it really has been a palaver, this, hasn't it? It's gone on for good couple of months already so far and i think when i when i do ultimately try to replace what's in iCloud with what's on this this um external drive i'll bet that takes a fortnight to upload as well mm. oh god yeah with that number of photos it probably will but you know end results what matters isn't it yeah absolutely you know, there's, there's, there's like 40 years worth of photos on here so um it's got to be good and, and this way as well i will end up with a, a backup copy here as well as a backup copy on iCloud which um will, I think, be a lot less stressful in future. Mm. Absolutely. We're talking a less stressful. I'm out of here because I yeah. have got a sunny day uh, with no, sh no, sh no rain clouds anywhere in sight, which is amazing. And the BBC weather app says that after half past 12, you should have sunny sunshine and cloud in, in yeah. Keswick. So it ought to be looking, looking good for you, mate. Yeah, we'll head down to Keswick probably and uh, get, a, get a pasty. There's a lovely pasty shop in Keswick. Um, a bit, last bit of tech news. Uh, if you want air tags, they are available on John Lewis and you can actually get them delivered or pick them up uh, from a Waitrose near you or John Lewis near you tomorrow. Uh, Bank holiday <laughs> Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, and don't forget, if you're quick, uh, have a look on Amazon, uh, tinyurl.com forward slash TTUK MagSafe, um, 28 quid, just shy of 28 pounds. I'm pretty 30. sure I bought a MagSafe when, when they first came out, and 
and I've never really used it since. I've tried it oh. for a while. I thought I'm not sure what the advice is. I'll have a rummage and see if I can uh, see if I can find it today and see whether yeah. I'm really impressed with it or not. Maybe well, what I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything massively impressive about it, but it 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 it, it fits a fits the bill, and and it allows people to spend more money with Apple because they need it, and of course. Then they'll need a MagSafe case, and I suppose some people will just choose the Apple one because, um, yeah, and away you go. I've got to get a MagSafe case now, but I've watched a couple of reviews of MagSafe cases, and a lot of them, the, the magnets are rubbish. I mean, it does, don't get me wrong, it does clip on uh, uh, to the case through a, on mine as well. I've got a little cheap mirror, mirror case, I think it's called, M-I-R-A-C-A-S-E, silicon case. It was about seven quid, I think when the iPhone first came out. Um, and I'm now looking at the MagSafe one, Spigen do one, uh, which gets a bit closer to my, because the Spigen Ultra that I really love is for the iPhone 12 range is absolutely shite. Really, really bad uh, mm. case. Really surprising for them. I don't like the rinky one either. Um, so no, I've been really unhappy with a lot of the recent rinkies. Yeah. They've all got this sort of super reinforcing, which yeah, makes them as bulky yeah, as hell. Yeah, and, and actually, it's, it's a real shame. I, I do still buy them, but I mean, on on the Ultra, for example, I can't remember. I think I got it from AliExpress in the end. And it isn't quite as good as a rink. It was a quarter of the price. Um, but it, yeah. it has, I mean, I like ones with the lanyard holders, you know. Yeah. And, and it has lanyard holes. And, and I mean, you know, when I when I leant over a waterfall the other day and took a photo off, I did not feel worried about dropping it. Which, I, having had that experience and been saved by one, I'm totally paranoid about it now. Yeah. Mm. The 1020 would have gone in a harbour in uh, in Maryland had it not um, not had a, a strap on. So from there in onwards, I was hooked. Yeah, probably wouldn't have done it much good. Uh, no, I wouldn't see. Well, we wouldn't have seen it again either. It would have been 30 foot down. Um, Absolutely. Quick, um, quick bit of drone news. I've used it twice. Um, mm. Yeah, used it twice in 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 sort of seven or eight days, I guess. Um, it's just it's just, it's too much to do, really. In some respects, you know. Uh, GoPro used it once. Couldn't be bothered. Um, the footage was all at about uh, six degrees off straight. Um, which I know can be corrected, but you know, it's just sometimes just you just want to go for a nice leisurely walk. You don't necessarily want to be faffing around with tons of tons of tech. You know, uh, is this recording? Is it straight? And she told me it was perfectly straight. You know, looking over, looking at the screen over my shoulder, and when I get the footage off it, it's it's a, it's a, about a seven degree angle, so uh, it's unwatchable. Not that anyone else would want to watch me walking anyway, would they? Um, yeah, it's just something that you maybe would do yourself on a really crappy day in Ipswich when it's peeing down with rain, just to cheer yourself up a little bit. I think I think the other thing as well. Uh, I mean, this is a problem I have. I mean, if if we look at Gavin's photos, he goes out on his own. He spends the time setting them all up and whatever. I, I, and one of the things that's a limitation for me is that I'm, I've gone out for the day. I don't want to spend five minutes setting up a photo, and and the person I'm with certainly doesn't want me to spend five minutes setting up a photo because. You know, we've gone for a walk to look at the country, not to spend ages learning yeah. how to take a photograph of it. And I think, you know, that's understandable. I mean, to me, I I, I, I did think about getting um, a 360 camera for the next time I went on holiday, but then there's mm. only been one real problem since I had that bright idea. I haven't had a holiday. 
Yeah, um, I must but, admit they do look good in terms of, especially up here. That would be better than a GoPro because you'd have all the footage to play with when you got home, and it'd probably be. But the same thing, you know, you've either got a, you, you can't strap it to your chest then, obviously, because no. you're, you're going to have to. With a pole, like an, yeah, you're going like to have to have that pole all the time, which means I mean I use a walking pole anyway, you know, so I could. I have walked with the GoPro stuck on top. It's got a it's got a thread on it. You take the handle off and it's got a tripod thread on the top um, and actually that works quite well and that would work very well with a 360 camera so I might when we get back I've said to said to her indoors may, maybe we'll get rid of the drone and the again get rid of the drone get rid of the um, GoPro and get some one of one of these newer newer type 360 cameras for next time that we come up mm. probably in the uh, in the autumn um, and, and 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 see, but I mean, I've watched a few of the videos with um, that one that Chris Kelly has got, um, and you and you have this pole, which then the software takes the pole out, doesn't it? Um, but it doesn't yeah. take the it doesn't take the whole pole out. You've still got this silly thing in your hand, um, and it kind of looks a bit dumb, really, when you when you look at the footage. To me, anyway, it looks a bit sort of almost a bit silly, really, but. Um, yeah, some bloody good footage, without a doubt, from from that one Chris has got. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, it was it was pretty quite right. And maybe, some great stuff out. maybe what I should do is bloody. I'm sure someone out there would probably lend me one for the holidays, or or you know, I'll bung them fifty quid to borrow it for two weeks or something like that. It, it, maybe I should do that more. I mean, it, it, if 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 Steve can get people to lend him their phone before they even receive it directly from the manufacturer or wherever then surely someone will lend me a camera won't they well you would have thought it's very likely yeah, yeah. we'll ask we'll ask you got next to, time yeah you yeah you've, you've got uh, lots of lots of uh, friends out there i'm sure some well we get about 40 to fifty thousand listening to every show so surely yeah. one of them will lend me a yeah got to be a 360 it? camera won't they yeah yeah, yeah, I'm sure they will. So uh, while you're up there, you plan on doing any hang gliding or anything like that? No, no. Because no we're still looking gliding. for you to have an experience, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep looking at little planes and helicopters flying over, and and more and more, I think that I might ask you guys to give it to a donkey sanctuary uh, on my behalf because I don't. Uh, you've got to do this. I'm going off the idea. I'm going off the idea rapidly of going up, uh, leaving terra firma. And going up there, I saw one helicopter the other day. I was fairly convinced it was going to hit the hill. Uh, it was probably a perspective thing because we were a little way away from it, so it probably wasn't anywhere near as close uh, to the hill as uh, as it was. Having said that, a couple of the helicopter things up here they they're, they're fully booked for 2021. Um, and actually, we can carry on speaking for about another hour now because the weather has changed completely again in about 15 minutes. And the clouds now look very grey over the back there. They're heading this way. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Or you get... could do a, a motorbiking day or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I suppose the older you get, I don't know if you guys thought of this when you set it up, but the older you get, the less... You know, if you did it for, for some of the other guys in the group, they'd probably jump at it and have done it by now. But the older you get, the more, um, the more risk-averse you get, I find. But uh, yeah, I did think I did think of looking at. There is a track day actually at one of the motorcycle places, and I thought I could take my scooter on there. Actually, that would be fun. Yeah, there, there is risk, and there is risk, and and and, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the older you get, the more risk averse you get. Yeah, I can sympathise with that. But 
It's not a great deal of risk in a little plane as long as you don't go up on a stormy day. Well, yeah, I guess you, you, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know how you uh, how you ascertain risk. If you go on YouTube and look at small plane crashes, there's quite a lot of risk. Yeah, but then you drive a car, don't you? Uh, yeah, I and do the, drive a car. And the car. risk of having a crash in a car is usually bigger. Yeah, most people survive those, though. Not too many people survive small plane crashes or helicopter crashes. Yeah, it's a case of statistics, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit like you know, the risk, the risk of getting a blood clot after a COVID jab is, is massively smaller than driving to Sainsbury's, but people will do the one without without thinking about it. Absolutely, we're not logical, despite what we think. We're not logical. Right. No, anyway, absolutely. anyway, this is ridiculous. We are, we are. You need to go walking, mate. I need to go off. walking. The, the, I need to get the weather out of there. Weather outside, it's going to get nice, yeah, nicer and nicer in your part of the world. It's so be fine. that one. That one cloud won't do much. Still delivering one hour and 19 minute show, look, while we're on holiday. There is dedication for you. It's dedication. So, when, are you, when are you back to work? Uh, Tuesday the 11th of oh, May. A little while yet then. Which is a 12 o'clock shift, 12 till 8, so not until 12 o'clock anyway, so a little way off yet. Um, yeah, a couple of three days at home once we get home next Saturday or Friday. I think it's Friday this time. Um, a, nice, a nice gentle return to work. A then. very gentle return to work, unless unless JL get me sorted quicker and I'll probably go back on the Monday. Um, I've got the second jab on the same day, the 11th, um, but that's literally five minutes drive up the road from, from work. And uh, I got a phone call late last night, on a Saturday night. I got a phone call from the uh, people inviting me in today for my second jab, uh, oh, 11 days at, or. 10 days early, but I did have to decline, sadly. Um, that's, that's certainly something that happened to me, because I got both uh, appointments at the, uh, the mass vaccination centre in the city centre. So I've got another... What is it? It's a third stone. No second yeah. today. Second yes, day, yeah. four, fortnight tomorrow is my, um, my second one. Yeah, so yeah. Roll I'm, on, as I like say, the sooner the better. Yeah, I'm literally nine days away, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah it'd, be, it'd be nice to, nice to have that. A couple of weeks after that, I'll feel invincible-ish. Well, more anyway. Certainly, as far as that goes, anyway, yeah. All right, mate, yes, thank mate. you very much. Have a great afternoon. Yep, see you, everyone. Cheerio now. Bye, bye.